You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam, Wednesday, Mm. December 5th. 2018 and 20 uh, days away from Christmas, Maddie. Think yeah. about it that way. Santa's packing up a nice uh, box of coal for me. <laughs> Stop it. I don't deserve anything Stop. good. No, he's not. You've been you've been good this year. Were you when you were a kid? Did you uh, put the cookies out and all that? Sure, I definitely. Yeah, did absolutely, too. I did. I even uh, went and put carrots out for the reindeer. Yeah, I didn't care about them. No, no, I didn't. Screw, screw the reindeer. Just uh, some double stuffs for my be guy mean, Santa. Be mean it, to my guy Rudolph. Exactly. And screw well, the rest yeah, of screw you. Screw all of you guys. <laughs> Just give me my gifts and get the heck out of here. Get off my roof. Uh, but no, I, it was funny because I never had that moment when I was a kid where my parents were like, "Hey, there's no such thing as Santa." I think I kind of just grew into it myself. It took the L one day personally. I don't remember having that moment. Where I don't know I was what you're salty. talking about. You still believe in them? Of course I do. I mean, how else do I expect those presents slithering to get on the down? Tree? Well, you do have a wife. She'll probably, you know, while you're sleeping. That's why well, I don't on know. The couch. I don't know what happens. I She'll mean, yeah. Some, uh, have some a, gifts uh, there. Have some some bourbon in me, and then I usually fall asleep, and yeah. then the next morning I wake up and there's presents so there. I don't know what happens. If you have kids in the car for some reason right now, or if you're around kids, <laughs> please do not allow them to hear what we just said. I apologize for that. I don't want to ruin any uh, Christmas. I like how you gave the warning after. after. Yeah, I realized what I did <laughs> after the fact. That That's my bad. That is my bad. So, um, yeah, let's move on because, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Take man. care of the big fella when he comes down in 20 days. But, no, yesterday was, like, a historical day here in sure. Columbus. It'll go down in history as one of the, um, you know, pillars in Ohio State football program because yep. uh, the 25th head coach in Ohio State history was named. that. That's now Ryan Day officially, and Urban made it known that he's going to take over the recruiting and all that stuff as of yesterday. So he told him he better be on a plane and touching down to, what, four different states yeah. yesterday and all that good stuff. So um, that's all well and good. Look, the press conference lasted almost an hour. Yeah. Ate up the last hour of Carpenter and Rothman yesterday, which you can hear uh, from 12 to 3 every day, Monday through Friday, here right here on The Fan. So, no, it was a big day, man, a big moment. And it was funny because Ryan Day, um, look – I think I saw Pete Thamel tweet this out yesterday from Yahoo Sports when Ryan Day said that he's proud to be the 25th head coach of Ohio State. There was a smile that came over his face, and I think it was because he realized in that moment how big of a deal this was as a 39-year-old man to step into the shoes um, of being the head guy here at Ohio State. That had to be a a monstrous shoes, man. Um, It's like a little toddler walking around in his pop shoes right now. I'm sure that's the way he feels because there's so much that he has to do. He has so much time to grow, and I think he's going to do well. Uh, We'll get into all the recruiting stuff and how that's, you know, you're starting to see some of that stuff affected already. But as far as what we expect from him moving forward, Beam, I expect good things because, look, he is highly regarded in coaching circles in the college football landscape. There's no doubt about that. And he's just got to step in and continue to do what he's done because offensively they're going to be fine. To me, it's just going to be the biggest thing is uh, going to be the recruiting. Yeah, me too. You know, Urban has really built a legacy here at Ohio State, not just on the field, but what he does off the field. I mean, getting these guys to come in here, these high four- and five-star guys, high recruits, uh, to come here and wear the scarlet and gray every single Saturday during the fall. You know, it's a, Maddie, it's a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week kind of a job, you know, because – uh, I just saw yesterday something uh, that happened is when Urban announced his retirement, Nick Saban was on his way down to St. Thomas Aquinas to go visit Jordan Battle, which is a, an Ohio State, uh, Ohio State lean, Ohio State commit, and he had been, you know, 
looking at Ohio State. He'd been looking at Bama, and yeah. he's committed to Ohio State. But, I mean, that tells you that you see a weakness in the wall, right. and these coaches are circling like buzzards around a carcass of a wolf. You know, like they're circling around, they're mm-hmm. flying around. And so for the fact that Nick Saban saw that news, automatically, boom, takes a plane down to St. Thomas Aquinas, down in Florida, down in Fort Lauderdale to try and go flip an Ohio State commit. This is a nonstop job. And so, you know, when Ryan Day and Urban Meyer are sitting up there in the press conference yesterday, which is something that needed to be done, you know, it's probably, what, a three, four-hour ordeal for them. I'm sure they're in the office in the morning going over their talking points, whatever, uh, figuring out statements, what to say. So they get done by that uh, probably by, you know, three, four o'clock the dust kind of settles and it wouldn't surprise me at all if Ryan Day was uh, you know on the ground somewhere today he's flying around three four different states and that's what Urban said yesterday you better be in four different states tomorrow going and recruiting so that's always been the lifeblood of the program under Urban Meyer has been getting these high and four and five star guys now listen you can get you know two and three star guys we've seen plenty of examples uh, of players going to college and not being anything out of high school but developing into something bigger than life. Look at Khalil Mack. I mean, what was that guy, Matty? A one, two-star oh. recruit. Now he's just defensive wrecking ball. Same thing with Aaron Donald. Yeah, and I honestly believe in Khalil Mack's situation, the game here at Ohio State really put him yeah, on the map. No doubt. Not Pick that he was a good Braxton. player. Running away from Braxton, everybody's like, this, this dude's an absolute freak show. So, no, that's a great point because this is a huge deal. And like Urban said countless times yesterday, it's the life love, lifeblood of a program. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt it is. And so, you know, for me, it's just I, I go back to the point that you said where, you know, this grin, the smile came over uh, Ryan Day's face when he said, I'm proud to be the, you know, the 25th football coach at Ohio State. It's something where, you know, I think that Maddie, especially in that profession, you know, like you and I have dreams of doing like big radio shows together sure. and like national shows, whatever. Of course. And until, you know, that dream keeps you going, I think, through so many days and through so many, uh, I guess, bad days and good days yeah. and everything. But it's just that carrot that's dangling out in, in front of your face for so long. And so yesterday, Ryan Day got the carrot. You know, I know he said it was is forty eight hours in the works. Ryan Day got the carrot that he was ultimately chasing. And um, you know, so I think he worked towards that. <laughs> Sorry, I got a. It's it's the Hall of Famer again, yeah. James Lourdes. Got the guy thirty three over there, man, Ohio State in, Hall of Famer. Speaking of three star athletes, yes, that was one, one from Wyzetta, Minnesota. Yeah, turned himself into a Hall of Fame career, pretty good. Uh, but no, Maddie, I think that that yesterday, that realization of just getting that carrot. Um, because it is, it's true for so many people, you know, in, in every walk of life, you work your entire life towards something, you know, whether you're, you go to law school and you want to become an attorney, uh, or just, you know, whatever your sports broadcasters, you do it through college and then you get a job here, uh, and you work nights and weekends, you're a producer, and then you start producing shows and you get a feel for what's going on. You get, you know, bumped up to the next level, you get all these responsibilities. So I'm sure that feeling for Ryan day even though he had already signed the paperwork, I'm yeah. sure it didn't hit him until he's sitting up there with the athletics director, Gene Smith. Yep. He's sitting next to one of the most legendary coaches in college football history in Urban Meyer, and you introduce him as the 25th head next head coach at Ohio State. And I would imagine that that feeling that comes over you is yeah. like, holy crap, right. it's happened. It's finally happened, and Urban was asked about, you know, could he imagine at the age of 36 when – he took over, I believe, at BG or whatever the case was. Now, in Ryan Day's sure. case, when he's 39, taking over <laughs> this historical program, could you wrap your mind around that? Here's Urban's response. No chance. No chance. <laughs> but I also didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't knee-deep in it like he was, you know. He, he was, uh, he earned a lot of uh, responsibilities that I gave him over the years. And then, obviously, he was the, he's 3-0 and as the coach already before we start. 
and uh, he's very unique to be able to handle it. And that. that's what I'm saying, Beam. That's that pinch yourself moment sure. that he had yeah, yesterday no doubt. when those words came out of his mouth that he is the next in line. He is the next head honcho at one of the the biggest programs sure. in college football history. And, like, we don't want to say it, you know, because you have Bama lurking in the weeds, and obviously you have Clemson who has built – Dabo Swinney has built something incredible. But you look at the course through time and history, Maddie, and this is, I believe – the number one program in all of college oh, football. I mean, through saying. decades, like, man. Like, you look at USC back in the early 2000s. Yeah. You look at Miami, like, the, the runs that those guys have gone on. Uh, and you look at that and they say, all right, well, they fell off the map, uh, you know, and they really haven't come back since. You know, USC has had a couple of good teams, but nothing like they had with right, Pete right. Carroll. Yeah. Uh, Miami, of course, you know, they could have been back-to-back national champions, one of the best college football teams in 01 and 02 history. Sure. Uh, and then you look back on the course of time, you know, you go back to the – the 90s and the 2000s, and you look at guys like Alabama and Texas, and now you look at Texas resurgence a little bit, but there's been one constant, I think, throughout the course of time, and that's always been Ohio State. They've always been there, and so for me, you know, Ryan Day taking over that job, Matty, you're right. It has to be an absolute pinch-yourself moment because you really are – I mean, you look at what's awaiting you in the lineage of coaches. You go back to Woody Hayes. You go back to Earl Bruce, guys like John Cooper, um, you know, Urban, Jim Tressel. You look at that Mm -hmm. pantheon of coaching circles that you're stepping into, this historical beast of a program in Ohio State. And I'm sure, you know, he's feeling pretty nervous about it because I would be too. But you also have to feel that excitement in the air about a new decade. Uh, uh, You know, I I don't mean to do a pun here, but literally a new day in Ohio State history. So it's got to be just one of the the most incredible feelings in the world. No doubt. I want to let you know about Sling TV and then we'll hear from Gene Smith. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. You get $30 a month, ESPN, Pac-12. SEC and more, no useless channels, no long-term contracts, and no hidden fees. You can cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back here in a second. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. So you could definitely tell, even with Gene Smith up there yesterday, that he feels very confident in Ryan Day, right? And I'm sure he vetted some other guys throughout the year because, let's be real, you and I have been hearing things for the last couple months about Urban possibly stepping down, um, and we weren't very surprised by this at all. So I'm sure Gene Smith was trying to get ahead of the ball and talk to some some of the big names, Matt Campbell, Luke Fickle. I'm sure he was definitely in contact with him to feel about uh, what's his situation like in Cincinnati? How, you know, would he be open to coming back to Ohio State? But then again, like I mentioned yesterday, you couldn't take the risk of Ryan Day exiting to another job, especially a head coaching job in the college football world, and balling out, which I think he would have done in a lot of places. So now what needs to be done here, I think in Ryan Day's case, is going to be can he recruit Dwayne Haskins? That's going to be a big deal, which I think is going to be very hard to do. Yeah. But also, can he allow these recruits or you know, just remind these recruits that, hey, I'm going to get the job done at a high level. We mentioned it yesterday, some of the guys that he's keeping on the staff, Ryan Stamper, Mark Pantone, Mickey Mirati, all those guys were key integral parts to what Ohio State has done in the last couple of years. So here's a couple minutes of Gene Smith talking about the seamless transition uh, from Urban to Ryan Day. Oh, no question. You know, the uh, the counter to that is is you bring someone in new, uh, obviously they have a learning curve. They have to go through a total education program, not just about the football team, but about the institution. And I don't want to downplay that. Uh, about how we operate as an institution. Uh, you know, John Davidson, our faculty rep, is an absolute stud in supporting us with our faculty and our student athletes. And, 
and the Gates Garrity Rokas in compliance, and I can just keep going through uh, all the things that surround the football program that you have to understand here. Uh, the, how you communicate with faculty or not, how you communicate with admissions or not, how do you communicate with financial aid or not. The fact that you coach and you do not do anything medical, that doesn't, that's not the same everywhere. And so um, Urban took, well, help me Urban, maybe less than two years to kind of adjust to a new culture on how we operate. And he helped us improve some things. And Ryan has lived it. He's seen it. And so um, one of the greatest responsibilities uh, of a coach is personnel management. There's over 70 people in the Woody Hayes Athletic Facility. And so for us to have a person with his high IQ and EQ, uh, with the understanding of what we're all about, to step into this leadership role, significant. Significant. Now, if he wasn't talented, I wouldn't have him here. If he couldn't X and O, let's be clear, he he got to win ball games. He he know that, okay? <laughs> he got to win ball games. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it takes a lot of understanding about our environment in order to position our young people to win those ball games. And all of our coaches get that. Steve Rollick is here, our, our men's ice hockey coach, and he's built a phenomenal program because he's embraced what we're all about. And so uh, it's just a long answer to your question, but that's how I got comfortable with where I am. So, I mean, when you hear stuff like that, Beam, and you hear the guy say, I mean, and look, in all different companies, a lot of people like to hire from within, sure. right? And Gene Smith knows he didn't want to, to have the program disrupted. That was something he mentioned yesterday. And Ryan Day knows how to get things done, and they're confident in that. So, look, I, I just walked away from yesterday, even before yesterday, when he was the you know the interim head coach for those three games. When you mm -hmm. heard him on the coaches' show here and you heard him address the media, the confidence that you have in this guy or the confidence that you felt coming from him should make Buckeye fans really good. It really reminded me of Chris Holtman, right? When Chris Holtman came here, there was a lot of unknown. Right? Can, you did it Who at the Butler. hell is this guy? You did it at smaller schools. Can yeah. you do it at Ohio State? And look where we're at. Two years or a year and a half in now, and everybody thinks this guy's a rock star. Like we mentioned a week ago, you and I were in Bayheim's press conference yeah. and how highly he spoke of him. I so was I think, shook after that. Hearing of course, that. right? When yeah. you got an all timer coming up at, there and saying this guy's going to be a great head coach, he's better than I am, and all that stuff. I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of it was fluff because you just got done playing that guy. But there's so much respect for him, and I think if you give Ryan Day some time, because I'm sure there's some Buckeye fans waking up this morning that are very unsure about what they're no going to get from especially him. when you've just exited the platinum era of Ohio exactly. State football and I think that's yeah. fair but I also think that you need to sit back take a deep breath and realize that this guy is going to have some time in the offseason after the Rose Bowl to get his staff together but offensively I think you're not going to skip a beat and the way college football is no. right now you got to have an offensive minded guy that can really make the ship go and I think he'll be just fine I really do yeah I do too and you know, you, you do kind of wonder. I think that was the one thing, Maddie, that, that we were both kind of wondering and, and not really scratching our heads about. But, you know, you're, you're leaving Urban Meyer, and we talk about how this program is one of the greatest college football programs of all time, one of the greatest college athletic yeah, programs yeah. of all time. And so, you know, I guess yesterday I was kind of um, not upset. Upset's not the right word for it, but I was uh, curious. You know, yeah, I was curious why they didn't implore a national coaching search for yeah. it. And I think that's just human nature because you are one of the biggest jobs in college football. But listen, Gene Smith is very good at his job. Yep. All right. And I know there's a lot of different viewpoints and there are a lot of, a lot of different feelings about Gene Smith as the athletics director here at Ohio State. But if you talk about just on the field yeah. and winning 
games, right. whether that be basketball, football, hockey, mm-hmm. you know, baseball, softball, volleyball, whatever, wrestling. You know, th- this guy understands and he knows how to get the best out of his people. Yep. And so if Gene Smith is sitting up there and telling me that Ryan Day is going to be absolutely fine as a head coach and you have Urban Meyer up there saying that he's going to be fine as a head coach, yep. I have no doubt in my body that those two men who have been through everything, Gene Smith and Urban Meyer, been through everything together and who have built a consistently winning program in college football, consistently yeah. staying inside of the top ten for so long. Like, I, I'm not I'm not shaking at all. Like, mm-hmm. hearing those words, I think kind of put to bed just maybe like the 20% of my mind that I had of uneasiness. Yep. Hearing them talk about it really solidified my opinion that I do think Ryan Day is going to be a rock star. I think he'll be fine, and here's Gene Smith's answer to why there was no national coaching search. You know, I'm blessed. You know, and uh, as I said earlier, it's, it's rare that you have the opportunity uh, to create a succession plan uh, where you have the right person in place. Any CEO in public or private environment, uh, you hope that you have that opportunity. And so we were fortunate, circumstances in some cases, uh, but we recognized the talent that Ryan Day had early. And I spent a great deal of time getting to know him. I uh, did that this summer. Uh, we actually met in my office in the summertime and spent some quality time getting to know one another. Uh, and then obviously throughout the year, uh, he had an opportunity to audition in a different way, not relative to the win on the field, uh, but how he mastered leading not just the football staff, but everyone else around it. This is a complex place. And so having someone to be able to continue the stability and consistency that we have was important to me. So did not, I did not feel I needed to conduct a public national search. And I think what you just said is exactly what Buckeye fans should take in and soak yeah. in, is that you have to trust Gene Smith in this situation because of his track record, because of his resume. I mean, the guy is pretty darn good at picking coaches, right? Yeah, he's, he hasn't uh, he's let you okay. down yet. He has not let you down <laughs> no. yet. So you got to know that yeah. they have been around Ryan Day for a very long time now, Urban especially, and they've seen him work. And you heard Gene mention there, when that three-game stretch where he handled that thing in the TCU game where they go down to Jerry's World and they win in pretty good fashion, man. Ryan Day knows what he's doing, and there's going to be people around him to support what he's doing. And like I keep saying, man, I think this cat's going to be just fine. I think when we get into next year, we'll be looking back at this moment saying, you know what, Gene Smith did it again. Yeah, I just I go back to, Matty, I think it was one of the first weeks we did of the podcast and talking to Tim May, the great Ohio State beat writer. He's been, he's been here for like – you know, eons and eons, and it's just a, a legendary staple in this Ohio State community. If you know anything about Ohio State, you know about Tim May. You read his stuff, uh, Buckeye Extra and the Columbus Dispatch. He's great. He's retiring, and it was good for him. But I remember, you know, we had him on the podcast, and he likened what Ryan Day was going through yep. was trying to steer an oil barge mm-hmm. down a narrow channel because you can get that thing off the rails real quick. Real quick. Because you have high expectations here at Ohio yes, State. Sir. And he came out of that game, Maddie. They were 3-0, and uh, which allowed for Urban Meyer to come back and uh, corral his troops and be able uh, to kind of go back after it. So I think Ryan Day is going to be just – I think he's going to be a superstar, man. That's so my too, That's man. my natural feeling. Matty, let me tell you about our friends yeah. over at Sling TV. You don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels that you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football. For only $30 a month, you can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love except it's only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, 
And the best part about it is you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked on listeners, you can get your seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are Locked On Buckeyes, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, so the unfortunate part of this is that, and I think you and I expected a little bit mm-hmm. of this, is that we have seen a couple commits yep. decommit within the last day and one this morning. Four-star offensive tackle Jack Ray uh, has decommitted following uh, the Urban Meyer retirement. And I Brother think, of Max Ray, who is a freshman on this Ohio yes. State football team. And also four-star defensive back legend Cavazos. Am I Cavazos. saying that? Cavazos. Legend uh, he, de- he decommitted yesterday. So look. Guys that have grown up watching Urban Meyer do his thing at Florida and do his thing at Ohio State, win national championships and win almost the 10, 11, 12 games a year, for, they wanted to play for a legendary coach. And I guarantee you if Dabo walks away from Clemson for some reason and if Nick Saban decided to walk away from Alabama, you would see the same, same thing. thing. So this is yeah. nothing against Ryan Day. I would expect a little bit more of this, but also I would expect some other guys to say, you know what, I'm hopping on that train because I believe in Ryan Day and also because Ohio State recruits itself for the most part. It's historically rich. Yeah. You know what you're getting as far as the uniforms and as far as the food, as far as all of that stuff, the facilities Pageantry, that you get. fanfare, all that get stuff. It, everywhere you get it all the time here at Ohio State so I'm not too worried about the recruiting but this is also something and I'm sure some Buckeye fans aren't going to love too much but it's also something that they should have expected in my opinion yeah you have to expect it I mean when a legendary coach steps down like this and announces that he's going to be retiring now listen they both said uh, that Ohio State is still their top choice they're decommitting for the moment now listen they're going to go back and they're going to look at their options and weigh which coach they want to play for coaching philosophies all that and I don't think much of that will change under Ryan Day he's an Urban Meyer disciple he's been around the program for two years he understands what this program is what the lifeblood of this program is and so the fact that they're still their their top choice is is good now you would expect them both not to come here anymore I mean you know that's just that's part of the game but I also think that some guys who may not have been interested maybe because they didn't you know necessarily like Urban Meyer now may be in the fold because they like Ryan Day and guys who liked Urban Meyer and didn't like Ryan Day, you know, maybe out in the fold. So yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of turnovers. We know that that early signing day period uh, is going to be huge for Ohio Mm -hmm. State. So uh, I'm just really upset that legend Cavazos is leaving because one, he was a great recruiter to other kids. He was like an ambassador for the program already trying to get guys to flip to Ohio State. And also we lost one from the all name team. I mean, legend, if you have that guy back there, I mean, the story writes itself. Legendary, well, right? Legendary performance. I'm upset that we lost one off the all-name team. That does stink, but we still have Steel Chambers, oh, which really And works. Master Teague. And Master Teague. Love who looks, it. He looks like he's going to be a beast. Yeah. He oh, looks God. like he's going to be a beast. All right, before we get out of here, we want to just have some fun because it's getting cold outside. So Beam and I wanted cold to rank outside. personal when it's cold outside. Oh, no, I could sing. I think I could sing. I think you My can friends sing. sing. They tell me get I can't it, sing, but I think they're just haters. So we wanted to real quick before we get out of here today – as I wanted to rank our top three cold weather foods. Mm-hmm. So I'll start it off with beanless chili. All right. I'm beanless I'm, chili I'm there. with some good cornbread. You hate, uh, you hate beans. I, I know hate that. beans. That's so fine. where are you out? Let's get your list going. No, I, I'm with you there. I think that um, a chili is great. I yes. mean, I can do any kinds of chili. I can do a bean chili. Yep. I can do a beanless chili. I can do a vegetarian chili. Okay. I can do a white chicken chili. Any kinds of that mix, Maddie, I'm good, but I'm with you. The cornbread is mm. a necessity there Jiffy, yes. when you're eating 
any kind of chili. You're a Jiffy man I'm for a Jiffy cornbread. Man. I like Sweet cornbread. Famous Dave's makes a killer okay, cornbread I haven't as well. Had that. You okay. gotta go. I'll try the Jiffy. You try the Famous Dave's. I'm you down. Let me know how it is. I used to go to uh, Famous Dave's in Toledo all the time. Yeah, it's really good. Barbecue. Fantastic. And you took me right where I wanted to go because you get me a nice warm pulled pork sandwich mm. with mac and cheese on a cold day. That's my number two. No yeah, doubt about that's it. That's pretty damn good there. For number two for me, um, this may be kind of a little bit off the map, oh. but Meredith and I love a good Indian food. Oh, There's nice. nothing that like warms your belly like a okay. nice hot curry. Yeah. So for me, that's got to be number two. I love a nice hot curry on a cold day. So for me, number one, I'm going to go pretty basic here, but if you give me some really, really spicy hot wings to oh. make your nose run on a cold day, that's where I'm at. Now, you can do wings all year round, but especially when it's cold, it warms your body up, gets that nose running. That's where you know you're eating good. So give me the hottest wing. You, maybe not the hottest wing you got, but a couple levels down from that on a cold day, I'm all in. Yeah, that's pretty good. Number one for me, I got to give a shout out to uh, OG Chicken Noodle Soup. I mean, we just oh, had it the other day where Meredith noodle makes a, a great... <laughs> Let nice it rain. Little, nice little th- <laughs> Clear nice, it out. Nice you throw, know what I was doing. Nice there. throwback there. Uh, yeah, so chicken noodle soup for me. It, it's fantastic. You can't beat it. You, you can't know, you beat can. a nice homemade chicken noodle soup. Oh, man. Soups are good. I'm hungry so, now. Let's go get something to eat. Some lobster bisque. Mm. Some nice Italian bread. We get had that on thing a, in there. Uh, a Manhattan clam chowder oh. or a New England clam chowder, the, the cream base. This is going to blow you away, but I've never had clam chowder. Oh, you got to get in there. I got to get it done. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. And we'll. I think tomorrow, let's talk about. Are we really buying that Urban's done? Because I'm kind of on the fits about Interesting. That. The fire's still lit. And like we mentioned with Thad Mata, it wasn't because he couldn't get it done X and O wise. Right. It was a health thing. So we'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy some good warm weather food. Stay warm out there. Thanks for listening to Locked on Buckeyes podcast.